Hey, is this thing on? Lance, Nick, ready? Can you hear me? Welcome to the Live Free and Hunt podcast. All right, episode 19. Baby. Here we go. Uh, we talked to cameraman Chris. You've seen him on C-Bucks. Uh, Realtree 365. And, um, yeah, we just talked about filming. Uh, talked about uh, the setup he has. He's running two, uh, two cameras, so he gets in um, depth into that. Also gives out some tips. Yeah, we went over some, uh, just if anybody's trying to sell film or maybe wanted to film some hunts, some uh, tactics and some of the uh, gear and whatever he he uses. So, um, yeah, here we go. Deck of cards that loves to lose You don't listen to me And I don't want you to Cause we sure have fun Throwing my money away You bet high I bet low You're all in and I'm all broke Another paycheck down the drain yeah, we're going to go over a, a filming co- uh, a podcast. Um, anybody that's trying to get into filming, whether it's filming your friend, your buddy, or or whatever, or self-filming, um, this is going to be a podcast where we're going to go through some of the... We'll start off, try to start off basic, and any uh, questions that we have uh, come in through Instagram or Facebook or, or wherever. Um, try to get them answered yeah, for you. Yeah, try to get answered. So. But yeah, so like... Um, so Chris filmed for Realtree 365, C-Bucks. Check out that online. And also uh, Whitetail uh, Collective. And uh, he's kind of been with a really good group of guys, tagging along with Brett Joy a lot and uh, soaking all that wealth of knowledge he has. Absolutely. <laughs> Can we get into uh, – so, like <clears> – <throat> I know you've been on the podcast before, and we already went over this, but just real quick, like how you got into filming and like um, how that all started for you. You just like reached out, or like how that happened. Um, yeah, that's actually pretty much exactly what happened. Um, I had been watching Brett, uh, Brett and Ross, Midwest Whitetail, because um, they were on Midwest Whitetail years ago. Um, all the guys that do the the hunting public, um, yep. Zach and Aaron, used to watch all of them. So that's kind of when I started like getting an interest, like watching them. I was like, Oh, that'd be cool to film my own hunts. Um, but I, I reached out to Brett probably, I think two or three years ago. Um, and I was like, Hey, um, I'd like to get into filming. Um, you know, if you're still doing it, cause I hadn't seen any, you know, he hadn't really put out much content, um, you know, within the past few years. Um, but you know, he said that, you know, he was, you know, looking, you know, and, if I could, you know, prove myself pretty much like, Hey, let's see your stuff. So I went out, I, I bought kind of a cheaper setup. Um, and my buddy Braden and I actually went out that spring and 
filmed uh, filmed our turkey hunts, and then I sent all the footage to Brad, and I was like, hey, check this stuff out. And he thought it was pretty good. He definitely saw that I had an eye, but, you know, there was still a lot more to work on. Um, and, you know, through these past probably two, two, two and a half years, um, we've really nailed it. Um, I definitely picked up everything that they've taught me, and now I'm here, now we're filming. Um, How much hunting have you... Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but sorry. That again. I said, uh, so how many hunts have you actually been doing? Like, how many, how much hunting have you been doing compared to filming? Not much. Um, I guess that's probably the worst part about it is, um, is you don't get to hunt as much as you were before. But I'm kind of looking at it as if you know, get that shot on camera. Put, you got to put your time in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think. You know, it took it took Brett years to get where he is. You know, last year, uh, the thing, the the series that we did with Realtree was like probably his biggest um, achievement to date is in the hunting industry. You know, being able to film something for Realtree and you know being on the big screen. Um, so it took him, you know, what's he thirty three? It probably took him thirteen years to you know do something like that. Yeah. Um, so for me to jump into something like this with the guys that I'm doing it with, um, I just, I'm grateful. Yeah. That's um, a giant opportunity. It, it comes, yeah. It comes with sponsorships. You know, I get a lot of free stuff, which is cool. Um, but, in, and I love filming too. And, you know, I do love hunting. It sucks. You know, I don't get to hunt as much, but you know, I, I'm looking at the, at the long run in it. You know, I, hopefully we can, you know, progress and, and build, um, and get a lot bigger than we are right now. So I you guys are putting out some awesome shit. Oh, so shit, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yep. Before yep. we uh, get into um, like technical and camera, whatever, uh, I want to talk about, if possible, um, the Dakota hunt that you and Brett went on, and you were sitting in that cricket ass tree. Oh, that tree was awful, dude. Yeah, well, not the tree, but like, so when that buck came in, that he was like, he, he shot the the one he ended up shooting. Um, yeah. It, like you, not, not, nobody was ready. And no, so, so watching so the footage said, from like you had your pack and shit out, and like it's like <laughs> I know that feeling. Like you're like, uh, should I be in the stand another couple minutes or what? No, no, the feeling of like, oh shit, we just got caught off. Oh hard. yeah, 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 yeah. And see, seeing your face, like I'm so glad you guys had that camera angle, and we'll get yeah. into that. But like seeing your perspective on like what was going down real time it's like you have it half your your bag half packed your your mic's off you're plugging your mic back in you're doing all this yeah. shit i yeah. mean that was a pretty wild experience i'm sure so and he said this and can you guys hear me well yeah just, you're good dude why good. can you you all set yeah um so the reason why we were going to get out was um the thermals were actually they were sucking our scent back down into the pond behind us. Um, and then, you know, I think it got to that like nine, nine thirty mark. Um, and the thermal started kind of floating down into the little grassy patch below us. And one of the bucks, we had another shooter come in. We don't know if it was the same year or not. He actually winded us or something. I think he winded us. Um, and he took off. So we were like, okay, you know, it's the first day it's opening morning. We have all week. Let's get out of here. And, that was like such a beautiful spot. I gotta say, like he 
said he looked at it like for because Brett went there um, like three weeks, three weeks before we went out to South Dakota and found that he yeah. found that scrape. So it was cool how that all happened. But he was like, yeah, I, I saw that. And I was like, oh, my God, it looks so good. It was just like this perfect, like you got the pond, this little flat, and then like just a bunch of draws that dumped in off alfalfa. And oh, these perfect. Big yeah, it was money. Um, so he he dropped the bow down. I'm packing up my stuff. And uh, he looks at me. He looks at me. And he's like, shoot her right here. I'm like, oh, yeah. no. Cause like at the same time I'm thinking in my head like ah oh, like, you know now I'm, and I want the footage to be good like honestly like that footage, it was good like he hit the scrape that kind of made the footage right but like it wasn't it wasn't my best footage like I had to I actually got stuck if you guys remember the footage I got stuck on one side of the tree I had to come around the other side right yeah so it wasn't a, it wasn't a nice clean you know, footage with the deer, unfortunately, but it is what it is. That's how it happens. Sometimes. Yeah, no, I, th- so. I, I thought you it was were, awesome. You were just putting a mic yeah. away too. You're like, Oh, you're going to slip that mic in there. Yeah. Like, Whoa. <laughs> he, uh, he pulled, he pulled that bow all the way up. Well, that deer was at 30 yards closing. Didn't Holy even see shit. it. He didn't even see it. I was like, I don't know how this is weird. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how he can't see it, but he, he gets the bow up, dude. And, like, no joke, I'm not exaggerating. The tree's like this. He's sitting like this. So he gets up, he draws his bow back, and I'm not joking. He's shaking this bad. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm laughing at him. He's like, he's like, after the after Talk he shot him, he's like, dude, you're sitting here laughing at me. I was like, dude, I couldn't help to not laugh at you. Like <laughs> He was shaking so bad, yeah. but it's cause, it's because his weight was all on one leg because he was trying to pin it in between the tree and the stand to get a nice, you know, back. Yeah. But yeah, crazy hunt, crazy morning. Um, I don't think we put this in the video, but two nights at Oh no, you broke up real he, quick, Chris. He was. Can you hear me now? Yeah. It just, it all of a sudden said poor connection. Good. Sorry. Two nights, two nights after that. So, you know, third day into the season in South Dakota, I was hunting and we were sitting in alfalfa field and we had just set up this blind. And I was like kind of on edge because I felt like the deer would be on edge if they saw the blind because it hadn't, you know, been there. It wasn't sitting there for a while. Um, Exactly. And we actually had a doe in this big block, probably like a 160. It was actually the deer. It was the deer with the, the split G2s uh, on Brett's story. Okay. He, he's coming in. He's at 30 yards behind the blind. And the wind is just kicking this way. And he takes like three steps to his left and he gets downwind of us and he's gone. Ah, so. shit. Yeah, it sucks because he would have been probably at thirty yards or less. He was following that doe, right? So, but yeah, that's no, that. Then we went to Kentucky. Deer. We saw that big one seventy. Yeah, <laughs> that huge deer. It's a giant. Yeah. He got killed. Oh, yeah, he, he got did? killed. Yeah. Wait. Yep. What, now, um, is that public land or is that private land? I'm just kind of curious. Shit, you broke In up. Kentucky. That's that. a private. Oh, it's private. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. One of uh, one of Brett's buddies leases that. Nice. All right, man. Yep. You can you can break out into uh, 
everything you got. All right, let's, let's do get it. To the so, so pretty much um, when we're hunting, if I'm with Brett Ross um, or even Jake down in Massachusetts, um, we're doing a hanging hunt. So, I, well, I guess probably fifty percent of the time, if I'm if I'm with Brett, most of the time actually he's probably he has one stand already there. So, I'm carrying in my camera gear and I'm carrying in a lone wolf. Brett actually just got the new Lone Wolf custom gear. It's a five-pound stand. Holy um, shit. It's unbelievable, dude. It's so light, <laughs> and it's a game changer, and you don't even realize that it's that small. Like you, you pack it with sticks, I think, right? Well, if if a stand's already hung, there's already sticks, sticks in a there. stand. Oh, so you oh, – okay, I see. That would be your stand that you'd be using. Okay, yep. correct. So okay. I'm just carrying my stand in and my gear. Five so pounds. Holy shit. When I get up into the tree – I'll climb up first. I'll hang my stand. I'll get up in my stand. Brett, Ross, whoever, they'll climb up. And then this is kind of just like a system that we have. Nope, good. Yep. Brett will have the ratchet, and he can actually make this like dead silent as he's ratcheting it. So it's good. There's no clanking, no noise. So Brett will carry the ratchet, the shoulder, the micro muddy mount, and this little uh, bow hanger for my second angle. So he'll carry those fo- those four components. So when we get up into the tree, he'll hand me the shoulder. I'll put the shoulder on. We'll ratchet it down. I'll get this screwed in, the micro mount on. And I, I have a strap on this second angle. And this is in my bag. So as we're going up the tree, I can be filming with this second angle because I have the strap on so I can climb up. We don't have to send it up a rope. Right. Yeah. So this is around my neck, right? So I have we get this on the tree. We I get this going. So now as he's getting set up, I'm getting some footage of us getting set up. This is rolling. Now I take this out of the pack. I get the arm in. I get all the mics set up. I give him his lav. I get the shotgun in. So this is this is pretty much the setup. This is exactly what we do. Um, I actually just started doing this a few weeks ago. Um, I saw a guy online, and then it was kind of Ross's idea too, but. So, obviously, you guys hopefully wear a harness. Um, I wear a muddy harness. It comes with a lineman's rope. I bought an extra one. So, this is for my harness if I were to have it on, right? And then I got another one. I'm just going to take you over here real quick. So, this is kind of my view. So, I bought another one, and I actually put a carabiner on all my packs. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's super smart. Yeah. Yeah. That sits right here. And then I'd have my other lineman's rope here for my harness. Correct. Um, I was always trying to find a spot to put my pack. So then I was finally like, you know what? This is perfect. Hanging off the back of the stand. You know, yeah, if you think the deer shit, yeah. in, Especially if you have perfect. it half zipped, you can reach your hand in there if you need anything, batteries, whatever. Right, exactly. My batteries are right here so I can grab some fresh ones and I'm good to go. But this is pretty much like, this is it right here. I have you know, access to my second angle. I can start running that. Here's my main body. Um, I guess I can do some of the stuff that we use exactly. Um, so this is the Sony A7S II. Um, Sony has multiple different bodies, but so the S is for filming. And then the R, this is an R. I guess, you know, if you wanted to, you could have two S's. I guess that would be yeah. the best thing. Yep. 
but I have an R so I can do pictures. Um, so, higher, higher resolution, correct? Right, yeah. This is a 44 megapixel compared to the S. It's only at 12, I believe. So, um, yeah, so... 12 megapixels, it, or is it... Yeah, it's 12. Oh, no shit, really? Yeah, there's really not... There, yeah, there's nothing it's for there. filming, it's for filming, yeah. I was yeah. thinking it was at maybe at least 24. Yeah, no, it's... No, I'm no pretty shit. sure it's 12. I'm almost 100%. Um, so, this audio adapter, this is actually a Sony product also, goes right into the hot shoe on top of the body. Yep. You guys are familiar with that, right? Yep. yep. <clears throat> um, and then a Sony mic. Um, just started using these labs this year. I think they're Asden. Yeah, Asden Pro XR. So, for people that don't know, um, labs, like a lav mic, is pretty much, you know, you have your shotgun audio that's going to get, you know, everything around you, um, all your ambient noise. But then your lav um, is for the hunter. So, you get the nice, clean, crisp audio from the hunter. Um, so, this would be the receiver, and then the hunter would wear the transmitter, I believe. I hope that's the right way around. Um, <laughs> And then uh, that's a wireless connection there. Um, this audio adapter is really good. Never had any issues with it as far as audio. It's just really clean. Um, so, uh, Chris, um, that audio adapter with a shotgun and the lav connects into, is that technically a mixer? As in you could run multiple different things on that, you know, instead of you could run, obviously, a shotgun camera. So you have two different audios coming in, two different channels coming in, correct? Yes, okay. channel one and two. And two, okay. And that's yeah. the most you can run is just two two channels. Um, on this one, yeah, yes. I th I think you can use other audio adapters that have twenty yeah, four. More. I think, yeah, but I think your um, camera. Yeah, so uh, on the main camera, obviously, you know, if we're in the woods, you want something. Well, I guess if you're in the woods, you don't really need this. But say, like, you know, we're out in Alberta and we're in a field, and you know, you got to get out there. We're running a twenty eight to three hundred. This is a Canon lens. So we actually use an adapter. Um, and then on the second angle, I actually just picked this up. This is the, um, it's a G Master. Oh, let me show you this. It's the G Master, so it's good quality uh, glass from Sony. It's yeah, a 24 millimeter prime. It's a 1.4. Um, really sharp, sharp uh, lens. I take it for all It's a good astrophotography lens too. Um, so you can get those nighttime shots. Yep. Uh, as that very low at stop. Um, I use fourth arrow. I'm actually thinking about getting some type of configuration from fourth arrow for my second angle. Brett and Ross have been using the muddy micro mount for years, but uh, actually discontinued this product. So they don't even make them anymore. But I just you, mean, you want something that's more mobile just in case. Is that what you're thinking? Um, not necessarily. I just I'm like fucking kind of a neat freak, and like I kind of want fourth arrow. Fourth you, arrow. Want, yeah. you want the look? Huh? <laughs> I want that sticker. <laughs> so, um, I think what do we got here? This is a a Manfrotto fluid fluid head. head yeah. Um, I don't know if it says it on it. I don't know the exact. Oh, it does. So. For anyone that wants a solid, solid fluid head, we got it's the MVH500AH. Um, 
we run these on all run uh, on all our uh, arms, and I think they're just. I think they're. I think it's about 150 bucks, and it's just a pretty solid. Yeah, solid yeah. head. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Um, on this main camera, I am running a cage. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I was thinking about building a cage on. It's kind of cool. You don't need it. Um, if I wasn't running this cage, I would probably have this grip on. I kind of like the grip. I run, yeah, I run a bigger grip. Yeah, I, I really like the grip. I know it makes it bulkier. Like One of Brett's grip. biggest things is like we don't want to bring in what we don't need. More yeah, you know, you're, yeah. yeah, you're right. Fair enough, right? Yeah. Um, when you're going a, a mile or two up into the mountains, you want to have a somewhat lightweight uh, setup. And that's why I think we run these Sonys is because they're so small. They're so lightweight. Compact. Uh, yeah, they're compact. Uh, what do you guys do for, uh, like, if you have shit weather coming in or you're expecting bad oh, yeah. weather? Rain. Is stuff there anything like that. that you guys do to for camera-wise? Or are you just like, all right, we're not, do we're not doing it today? Well, I've been... I've been in the tree where, you know, it's pouring rain or, or snowing, and I guess it's just a bag. Just put bags over your cameras. To a certain extent, these cameras can get a little wet. You know, right. they have, you know, a coating on them. Right. But obviously, you don't want to be sitting Get in your a, mic wet, get rain all up in that thing. We've freaking. had mics short out because oh, of yeah. rain. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Um, this S actually has gotten pretty wet. We had a few issues with it, but it's been pretty good. And Brett actually dropped it off the truck while we were going 30. So, holy uh, smokes. Yeah, he's he, he trying to get an angle. And awesome. <laughs> yeah, this would be a good one. We'll send it off the back of the truck. Fucking send it. <laughs> I don't think he was recording. I actually wasn't there. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, do you want to go over whatever questions you had? I think that pretty much seals the deal. So yes. b before we get into those, those questions, um, for your uh, like GoPro, what are you guys using for GoPros? Is it a GoPro? We don't use a GoPro. You don't. What no. are those small cameras? So we have two setups. So if I have to go film Jake in Massachusetts, this is what I have. I use my own camera with this lens. Yeah. So if I didn't have this setup and I was up filming Brett, he actually uses the Sony RXO two. Oh, it looks it's that small one, yes. Yeah, it looks exactly like a GoPro. Okay. It's actually, I think it's a little smaller. I think it might be half the size. I thought yeah. it was a GoPro, yeah. 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 So that's actually a Sony product, um, and it shoots in 4K, and it's actually the same menu setup as your Sony bodies. Oh, so no you, it's like the same thing. Right. Um, okay. What do you think about them? To be honest, all right, so... You can do more. You can do more with that other second angle camera than you could with that smaller GoPro. I mean, that smaller Sony product. Yeah, correct. I think so. I don't. I'm not a fan of the RXO. He loves it because it's like oh, a little. Ding it's tiny. Thing. It's compact. No you, yeah. Throw it in the yeah, tree. Yeah, that's why he likes it. This here, I get that. You know, last light. I get that one four f stop, or like maybe two eight. You let I all that light bump in. it up a little bit. And it gives you that like very creative look, like yeah. I. So for people that don't know much about filming, right? So your f stops, your f stops, like the higher number f stops, everything's in focus. And the smaller your f stop, like you have that more shallow depth of field. Yes, correct. Yep. 
So, so when that camera is looking down on that hunter, getting that second angle, you know, him drawing the bow, like just this right here. And that's all you see is him. That's all you see is him. Yeah. Cause everything behind him is so shallow. It's blurred out. You get that real creative look. So that's why I like this better than the RXO. No shit. And that uh, answers your question. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Shit, I was going to ask something right before that freaking notification came up. <laughs> had a notification come up. Um, uh, it was about your camera. All right, hang on a second. Okay, so uh, your fi- your your style of filming, what what are some of like, did, I'm guessing Brett and you, you know, you, you got your own, you both have your own ways of filming, correct? So. They're actually, they were very, they were very similar because. I had always watched Midwest Whitetail. So I don't know if you guys know Bill Winky, but Heard of him, you know, yep. he had a he had a very specific way that he wanted everything filmed. Like they had Brett showed me, you know, a piece of paper how, you know, opening interview, pans of your area, you know, interview of what just happened. Well, there was a very descriptive timeline up, on it. Set up totally set so, up whatever you're gonna do. You're gonna yeah, go in there so, and do the same things. Yeah, so me watching that for years kind of put me in that already. Yeah. So I had already I had already known like to do certain things, you know, it, as small as like how to hunter when you're doing an interview, you know. Right. You know, it, it's just I don't know, it's just it's <laughs> also you can't really eye if you have a creative eye. Creative eye, I think that's one thing that Brett saw at first is you know the kid you know he's he's got it he has an eye he's very creative in what he does um he, i don't think you can really teach that no you're right yeah no, I, no. I definitely agree with that it's definitely your own creativity it's the way you form it um i, th- I feel like when we when we got together i was pr- pretty much 60 percent of the way there and then you know he taught me a lot more about you know i didn't know anything about iso uh or your f-stop uh after um, I didn't know anything about that. So, you know, he taught me all that stuff. That's how I know. Because we don't we don't run our cameras in manual. Nothing is in manual. So, okay, so go uh, over a little bit of that. So when um, – and also about that adapter. So since you run an off uh, – not a Sony product lens on that camera and you have an adapter for it, and that that actually um, – you don't get – you don't get autofocus with that, correct? Correct. I'm always using the ring. Even we don't really use autofocus much, anyways. Um, I don't really know why that is. I well, I guess I do. I guess so. For instance, buck coming through the <laughs> yeah, timber. I'm just he's to hundred, it, yeah. it's, it's because when you don't want it, you zoom in <laughs> it and it, does it. it focuses <laughs> yeah. on the stick, and then all of a sudden you're like, "Fuck, zoom out." Yeah. Then it focuses. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm good. Zoom in slow. Yeah. It's not worth it. So yeah. on these cameras, you know, we have them set up where, you know, my my button right here, I punch in and it, it's a mag focus. So I can punch in on what I want to focus on and hit that focus quickly. Yeah. Um, you just you get so used to it that it's like screw autofocus. You don't need it anyways. Right. Um, you want to get tighter to you. You go to the right. You want to back it up. You go to the left. Um pretty self-explanatory i guess we can go over this real quick so for people i 
Brett tried to teach me this and I had to, I had to research so much because things get so confusing. So I'm going to try to explain these three things like the way you learned it best is like, well, not even how I learned it. I'm going to try to teach you guys, um, in my own way. Cause I think it'll be quicker and easier yeah. for you to understand. So you got, so you got three things in a camera, right? When you're, when you're not running a manual, so you're running this camera hundred percent. It's all you, you got three things. You got shutter speed, you got your aperture or your F stop is the same thing. And then you have your ISO. So your shutter speed, um, that's going to be like your motion blur in your picture. Uh, this isn't going to be something that you're really going to mess with in video very much. Um, we film, we film at one slash 50th. That's pretty much, that's going to be your shutter speed when you're filming, you're going to film at one 50th. And when you get into that low light situation to help you out a little bit, you can thirtieth, and you'll gain a little bit of exposure um, to help you get, Repeat, repeat you know, that one bit. more time, Chris. You you cut out real quick. Sorry. So just repeat that one last thing. The one thirtieth. Yeah. Okay. So last light when you're when you're running out of light and you want to get a little bit more light out of your camera, you can go to one thirtieth, um, but you don't want to go any lower than that. So pretty much one fiftieth to one thirtieth. Um, you know, in the morning. When the sun's coming up, you can start your camera in one thirtieth, and then you know seven o'clock rolls around, you have light, put it back to one. Yeah. Um, so sh that's shutter speed. And so that's, moving on. And that's because of frame rates you're filming in, correct? Uh, so I I guess I can go over that too. So yeah, so we film at twenty four. A lot of people think, oh, like sixty frames yeah, per you second. Yeah, fast. Yeah. You don't, you don't need that. 24 frames per second is that cinematic look. Yep. It's what all, you know, if you, if you watch a movie in the theaters, they're all filmed 24. in 24 or 30, sometimes even less than that. Um, and then, you know, when you see that really choppy slow motion, like, oh, that's kind of ugly. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's because you're not filming in fast enough frame rates. Okay. So people think, 60 frames per second is good for slow-mo no you need 120 a matter of fact brett's new camera that sony a7s3 oh, no that thing goes up 240 240 holy shit Christ. so that is like super like nice smooth Crisp. slow motion yeah um, so let's jump back on okay so sorry, we yeah. have shutter speed so now we have your aperture or your f-stop. So what your f-stop is, it's like the eye in your camera. It's going to open and close, right? So do you want to let more light in or do you want to let less light in? So when you crank your f-stop up, every lens is different. It could go from 1.4 to 22. It could go to 3.5 to 22, whatever. Um, but when you crank that f-stop up, you're going to get darker. So you're closing your iris, right? Um, and then... If you want to let more light in, so say, let me put this in a scenario. Say it's um, say it's already dark out, right? You want to be on your lowest f-stop because you want to be letting in as much light as you can. 
And then on a really sunny day, you're walking through a field and you're like, oh, Jesus, like, I can't even, I can't, you know, this is way too bright. Pump your F-stop up, you know, if you got to put it up to, you know, 22, you know, the highest it'll go. Yeah. That'll, that'll, you know, let not as much light in and make your image darker. Um, I think that's the best way I can describe um, nope. F-stop. You nailed it, yeah. And then. And then your ISO, um, your ISO is pretty much you making the image lighter or darker, kind of like the F-stop, but I guess kind of opposite. So, like, if your image is very dark, you can bump up your ISO. If your image is uh, not dark at all, you're going to have it at a low ISO, if not any. Um, And all all these things, they work together, you know? Um definitely if i have if i have you know say so we start off in the morning um it's dark it's just getting light you're probably gonna have a very low f-stop because you want to be letting in as much light as you can yeah and you might have your is you might have your iso bumped up a little bit it might be 500 600 to you know keep letting that light in right we're bumping up our iso so we're letting some light in and we're bumping that stop down to let some light in um, versus uh, midday. We're going to have our F-stop all the way up and we're going to have our ISO all the way down. The F-stop all the way up is going to be closing the iris, making it darker. Uh, and then the ISO is going to be um, all the way down because we don't want to let more light in. We already have plenty of lights midday. Um, I think that's kind of the best way to describe it and help nope. people. No, I one, could definitely follow along I, with that. I could not find a video that literally just said it that. tells you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I couldn't, it took me, it took me a long time to like understand that. So I hope that I explained that well. No. And I remember, I remember especially getting in DSLRs and mirrorless cameras. It's like, you're looking for every little bit and piece you can find, but what the information you want, isn't out there like the the question you have is never the question they're answering on those videos so you're always there's like always, what the freak so you go so, on to the next one there's so much there's oh. so much information on the internet it's like it's there's too much you can't find what you want right and, um, it, and it also the iso i think well the iso in your um yeah it all depends on your camera too obviously like say like i only have the sony a7 II, so my iso quality is going to be as good as that a7s2 correct yeah yeah so like obviously more cameras go up to different isos higher higher isos but wait say say that again what? say that again the question you just asked say that again it was uh what question it was just that uh your, all the cameras your, are different your scene. huh your your camera so my camera since it has a you know mine only think the a72 only goes to twenty four thousand. how high does i oh. that, that iso go on that A7 right. S2. So, this, yeah. You have the A7S2? No, I just have the A7 II. Okay, so this thing goes to like 400,000 ISO. Yeah, so there. So, so it's different. This yeah, camera, different. this camera, I know years ago when this camera first came out, this was the low-light camera. Yeah, everyone raved about that. I can put this thing that. on a tripod. I could put this thing on a tripod, look at a dark field, and I could light the whole field up. Yeah. Like, really it's pretty crazy yeah. oh yeah those yeah those cameras and obviously when you get quality like that you're asking more money so 
Yeah. It's what you can but afford. It's it gets to a point, and I forgot to mention this about ISO. ISO is your graininess yeah. in your yeah. image. Yeah. So the higher your ISO, that more sparkle, starry look you're gonna get. Yeah, it looks like so, sta- it looks I mean, like static almost. Static. If exactly. you can see static. This camera, this camera can get right down to last light here in New Hampshire, no no doubt. Yeah. But anything after that, you're gonna start losing that quality yeah. in your image. And you know, that's a big thing. You don't wanna you don't want shitty footage, so I, know, I knew I'm, that I'm going I, I knew that going into the camera I bought, but shit, it was the only thing I <laughs> the only money I had to, you know, invest into something that I wanted that could do photography and filming. You know, filming I think filming gets us by and we're not as advanced as you guys are doing it, but you know, we'd like to be at that stage some point in time. <laughs> that's a that's a good thing to mention. I actually had a guy reach out to me the other day and say, Hey Chris, like, what do you think I need? Uh you guys probably know Neil Pendleton. Yeah. Correct. Um yep. said he's like, Well, what do you think I need? And I said, Well, Neil, like, do you wanna do you wanna film something and like do something with it or you just wanna film, you know, just a uh, YouTube channel like for some, you. Yeah. Or just for you to watch back. And you know, that was the thing that he had to you know, answer himself. Um, you don't need to go out and buy something like this. Um, just to give anyone numbers right now, this lens right here, this small lens, the, the G, 24 millimeter, G, yeah, yeah. <laughs> G master glass, 1500 bucks. Yeah. Just for a lens. And then you got no just zoom. The, right. Right. And then the R, the body actually got a wicked good deal on it for a thousand bucks, but it wasn't a thousand bucks when it came out. Right. Correct. Um, correct. You can get, you can get this a seven R, Right now, I'd say probably thousand to fifteen hundred. Yeah, so I think you're right. you know, and, and and then this little road mic, maybe it's what ninety bucks. Yep. Is it fifty? Uh, well, I don't know what road mic that is. Is it's that just, just a the micro ball. mic? Is that the yeah, micro mic? The video micro. No, yeah. I think you're right. No, it's seven. Yeah, it's like yeah, but it's eighty ninety bucks. Yeah, you're right. Whatever it is. Three grand in your second angle, yeah. right there. Right. Yeah. So it's just your up. second <laughs> yeah. angle, and that's a second angle camera. Right. That ain't your your main shooting camera. Yeah. Exactly. No, it adds up. So now, <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> your Canon twenty eight to three hundred. You're gonna spend probably. It, you could probably get this lens right now for two thousand. But it, and it's a push zoom too, correct? It's a it's a yeah. push zoom. It, See, that's nice. You really I'm you're not, not a fan. So I I have the I have the twenty four to two forty. I think it was just like a decent like really that's kind of what all Sony had, but uh, yep. it's just like a kind of decent lens that you know for what we're doing. You know you can get you know wide angle if you really wanted to or zoom in if you wanted to. That's yep. really the only option. I'll come I'll come right back to that. Okay. So then your A seven S you're probably gonna pay another fifteen hundred bucks for the body. It's probably actually gone down because the mo- the new model just came yeah. out. Um, these Asden, uh, lav mics, not sure what Brett paid for them. Um, but they're not cheap. <laughs> you're probably looking at 150 bucks. If you guys want to get into a really nice set of, uh, labs, look into Sennheiser. Uh, I think I probably said that wrong. Sennheiser, whatever. Yeah. Um, we'll forget the ones we have. We got, yeah, we got two different lav mics and a transmitter. Road. Rode makes a pretty good one. We have the Rode Mic Go. The, Go. the the one that clips on. How do you like that? The wireless ones. We don't mind them. Yeah, I've heard. I yeah. saw good things. It was in between that and I think another thing. They're about. they're small. And then lastly, your audio adapter here. This is probably six hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. 
and it, it does come with the shotgun. Like, oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks for the 80. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks for adding that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, the shotgun. <laughs> so, you know, you're up there, but, you know, we're, you know, I guess not to sound like a dink, but we're like kind of next level. We're filming for some companies. Yeah. And, well, so you have to out, be. Well, you're putting out. Good quality shit. Quality shit that's gonna be. Uh, I mean, you're, you the world's your, gonna you see. You can put your shit next to Meat Eater Ooh. on Netflix, and it's side by side the the, the quality, quality of the footage. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like that. But never you mi- guys are in a different. You know. Never mind your camera arm. That's probably what a hundred something bucks, and you got the hundred fifty dollar oh, yeah. fluid mount, which and you I, can, you, I will say, fourth. So yeah. So the fluid, the fluid uh, head is. I think 150, and then this is probably 200 with the shoulder. And I will say, fourth arrow, we do a lot of work with them because we have multiple setups, we have multiple arms. Right. They they're truly a phenomenal company. They're actually like very responsive. When you call them, I literally this is a brand new brand new arm. It got here last Friday. I called them on a Tuesday. I said, hey, my arm bent. The weld seems fucked up on it. Can you get me out a new arm? Oh, I'm also missing another little piece. Brett was missing this little screw in here. Yeah, yeah. tighten it up. Yeah. They sent it out. It was here on Friday. Like oh, they're shit. just good. They're deal. really good. Yeah. So it's great company, great company to work with. I think they're just, you know, when you have that good customer service, that's like a, a thumbs up. Oh um, yeah. And they just came out with a 3.0 shoulder. I'm going to be definitely buying that because this thing is rather bulky. Their new shoulder is tight to the tree, and it's got a little bit of a dis- uh, connection here. The other big thing is to get this level, I have a tool in my backpack that I have to use, um, and the new shoulder totally erases the tool. There's no. So more it's tool. just a, it's like a quick, uh, yeah, like a wingnut style that you just loosen up, adjust, and tighten. I'm guessing. I haven't looked into it too much. I've just seen some pictures. Um, I saw some people already had it. I thought it was on pre-order. I'm gonna have to check that out. I just haven't had time doing a million things. Um, I actually just noticed that my headache's gone, so that's good. <laughs> so, I've been under the weather. Yeah. So, All of us. Uh, Lance had it. I had it. I still have it. You got it. <laughs> it's just a cold, man. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm glad it's not Corona. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. I think everyone is. But no, that was. Um, that's the setup, though, dude. That's that's pretty much it. This is what we drag into the woods every single time that we hunt. What are you um, packing in all that stuff? Are you, is it a backpack? What do you got for like a, just your... Yeah, so this thing, no joke. I know it looks small. Or is um, that the low pro? I got the low pro. I got a smaller one than that, though. This is the low pro. So this is... I can put my arm on the side. And and clip, clip it in, yeah. Nice. Clip it in so you don't get any clanking. Um, I actually don't have any of this stuff hockey taped. I know the guys really want me to have it hockey taped. It really takes away. Like, look at this. Yeah, yeah no just shit. Yeah, you can bounce. just, yeah. yeah. So Anything. it can be, it can be pretty loud. Um, I've actually had these in the whole time. I didn't realize it. Um, so I always wear these. Sorry, I got a message coming in. I was trying to read it. You're good. Uh, Always monitoring the audio because you just never know and you don't want to fucking go back and be like, oh, shit, like that wasn't even on or whatever. <laughs> so so you're Done con- that. <laughs> your, your connector. So do you adjust your audio on that uh, shotgun and like uh, I'm going to call it a mixer again, but hello. 
No, but do you do you monitor yeah. your audio on that like mixer, or do you monitor the audio on the camera alone? I'll show you right now. I'll go check on the kids real quick. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. So, right here is all your controls for your audio. Okay. All right. So, perfect. Yeah. You got channel channel one and, and two, two, and that's going to be depending on where you put your lav or your shotgun. Correct. So you just have to just you know, see, you know, if you put your lav in channel one, you, then you need to adjust channel one for that specifically. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, so I guess I'll get into a couple of questions. So say say you're starting off just like you were. And say you didn't have that setup, that main camera. What what do you think you would get for a lens? Obviously, you got the R. So, what would you get for a lens? I would say, to really start yourself off. Um, I've always been the type of person that like, if you're gonna do something, dude, just spend the good money for it. Especially on glass. Glass is kind of it. It is a kind of important, but right, right. So. I just feel like if you're going to film, dude, just go, just go all go in. Off. Like, don't, I just don't, like, I get it. Maybe some people will just go buy a handy cam and then so they can watch their hunts back. Like, that's cool. But if you're going to, if you're going to go like into it, like just get into it, go all in and get what you need. Um, I'm trying to think Brett has another lens. I think it's a, oh, I was a 70 by uh 300. No, I'm trying to think. I think it's a 28 to 200. Yes, to 200. I think you're right. They do make a lens that's 28 to 200. And it's a uh, yeah. Um, it's not a push pull. It's yeah. a it's a twist. Yeah. Which I said I was going to come back to that. If you're on, so if you're on it, obviously you see a lot in our footage. If you watch it, I'm always like this. Yeah. Right. You can see that it's not smooth. It's never going to be smooth. You're never. <laughs> ever like yeah coming in and yeah it sticks every now and then never gonna be smooth yeah so i just blast right into it and then and you try kinda, to get both yeah. but that's the other thing is with the twist if you have a twist um what do they call that what am i yeah no word? i know what you thought i can't i can't think of it at the top if of my they head just, yeah. if, if i didn't have if this lens wasn't a push pull it was a, a twist yeah dude i could get way better for it, yeah it's just more steady you think yeah I just think it would be it would just be way more steadier, way more clean. Um, but sorry, what was your question? So okay, so, so a, it's so pretty much if you yeah you were starting in, if you were starting into doing this you know you're by yourself you want to kind of start putting content out you got your R your Sony R and you wanted a first time lens what do you think you would pick up? I don't just only only because I don't have. Experience with a bunch of different lenses right i don't know right you're right because it's like i remember when i was looking to buy a lens you were doing all the research what's this got what's this got what's the yeah. difference between these two why is this one a little bit better why is this one more expensive you know you can go you know maybe go with a more off-brand name um i think i don't know if tamaron's cheaper but i think, they are. Is I think cheaper. They're, yeah so they're a little they're a little cheaper and i think they make decent glass you want something that has that low f-stop so Sigma, you can yeah. you know you can 
get into those low light situations. I think that's the biggest key right there. I know a lot, you know, a lot of us, especially going with these, is that we're going to look at zoom, obviously, because no one wants to try to pick out a deer at 24 millimeters. You know what I mean? Or 50. You need something that gets out there. But the f-stop, big, big, big thing, just to let that light come in, especially who knows what camera everyone is running, but that f-stop is just a big thing. And, like, if you look at lenses, so, for instance, let me find it. Well, maybe it, I thought it did say it. I guess maybe it doesn't. But so so when I'm zoomed all the way out on this, it's a 3.5. And when I'm zoomed all the way in, it's a 5.6. So your f-stop's going to change depending on yes, your Yes, correct. Length. Yep. Um, your focal length. Right. Like my two, yeah, yeah my 24 to 240. It's three, three point oh, and then I think right as you get to like fifty or sixty, I can't remember honestly, but it, it shoots right to six, and then six, one, s- six up. One thing I've been doing this year is I think one of the toughest things is to nail a pan, and for those of you to that be smooth. don't, yeah, what a pan is is it's pretty much footage of you going like this of you know where you're hunting, and I started doing this. It it makes it a lot easier for me, so I'm gonna loosen up that. I started going like this. Don't touch the camera at all. This is just like a quick little tip. I just thought of it. Don't yep, touch the no camera good. at all. Hit record. Start running, right? And you pretty much just turn the fluid head yourself. Yes. Just very nice, nice and easy. And smooth. You don't realize when you get this thing on a TV, it's a lot bigger. It's like, oh, shit. It's like this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Oh, like I know shit. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden your arm bumps the tree like, oh, shit. You're in the tree. You're like, yeah. damn, smooth. And it's on TV. It's like. Yeah. So that's just a quick little tip. No, that's awesome, dude. Um, I know we kind of touched base a little bit about 1080p versus 4K. Do you And you guys shoot in 1080 or do you guys shoot 4? Um, we shoot everything in 4K. Everything in 4K. Yeah, any, every, any... so um, good thing about 4K is, so did you guys watch the Curly Hunt uh, with Ross, Ross and I? Yeah, yep. That's one of my favorite videos on planet Earth. I think that, <laughs> I think that really shows, people don't understand how hard it is to kill a mature deer here. Right, oh, yeah. dude, that's tough. Like they just, they don't get it. I, I know and I'm happy for people that kill big bucks in Iowa, like I, I'm happy for you. But it, it doesn't it's different. Even, yeah, it hits different when it's home or New Hampshire or Maine, Vermont. So, so that footage is actually in 1080. That deer was so far. I was I had this lens. I was all the way out to 300. And it actually scared the shit out of me because I couldn't see the deer in the LCD. A big thing, if you guys here, I'll finish what I was saying, then I'll come back to that. Anyways, I was filming in 4K, but John, who produces like edits and everything, yeah, he could crop in to 1080, 80, right? And you'd be, you know, you're a lot closer to the deer, so you had that really nice footage. So that's the good thing about 4K is you can crop in and still have good quality footage. You can't really tell. No, and no, that's a good point too. I've 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 seen uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of comparison videos like 4K 1080 or 1080 to 720. Right, it's very hard to tell. Um, what was I saying? Okay. So big thing when you're in the woods and you can't find the deer or whatever you're trying to find, right? 
I look for stuff that pops out. So when that deer was coming across that swamp, he was bumping does. So they were all running just through the timber. And then I had, I knew the opening he was going to kill him in. So I got to that open opening. I punched in, I punched in with my focus. I hit focus to that opening. I could not see the deer in the LCD. And when he said to me, when he said to me, are you are you? <laughs> I, I knew I had to say yes, or he wasn't going to be able to shoot the deer. Yeah. And I remember, I remember seeing a, I could see the deer with my eyes. I just couldn't see him in the LCD. But I remember seeing a white birch tree in the right side of my frame. And the deer was to the left of that white birch tree. So I told myself, I can see the white birch tree in my LCD. He's going to be there, right. Yes, kill him. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And I don't know yep. if I noticed this. They make fun of me to this day. After he shot him, I said, was it a shooter? <laughs> was Obviously it, a good it was a shooter, yeah. right? No, just a spike. Smoked him. <laughs> yeah, they make fun of me to this day. So That's funny. I got something to touch back uh touch back on that we were talking about. You said you don't shoot anything in manual. So right. what what do you guys what do you guys do? How's that set up? You just you're obviously the only setup you're kind of messing with throughout the day is your ISO and your uh aperture, correct? Is that all you're doing? Different? Okay. Correct. That's pretty much that's pretty much all. So I know on it- both cameras Sorry, you were breaking up a little bit. Go ahead. No, sorry. Uh, so on those two cameras, I know you have that dial that you got movie mode, you got program, Correct. manual. Yeah, that's what I kind of wanted to see. So so this dial right here. Correct. You're going to pretty much – so we have these cameras set up already for us, um, and it makes it a lot easier. So I know on this S, um, when you're on one, one is going to be shooting in 24 frames – Everything's already set up. You're at 150th. Your ISO is all the way down. Your F-stop's all the way down. It's ready to go. Two on this camera. So you spin the dial to two. That's going to get you to 120. So that's going to be your slow-mo footage. So I know okay, right yeah. now. I forgot you could program those. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got my 24 frames on one, and I got my 120 frames on two. So it's a, so flip, I, it's a flip of a switch. Yeah. You can just yeah. – you know. It's easy. Deer comes in. I get a little bit of slow-mo with them. I spin it back to one. I get a little bit at 24. Don't forget All- about it because if you leave it on two, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> also, uh, with your filming in 120, it actually is cropped in a little further. So if a deer's wicked far out, I'll throw it on two and crop way in, you know, okay. so I can get a bit of footage. And yeah, it's at a higher frame rate. So whatever, but at least I can get a little tighter if the deer's way out. Way out. That's a good point. Um, That's a good point. On this camera, the R, I have my one set up for pictures. So um, pictures is a, a lot different um, because your shutter speed really doesn't matter as much. Um, your shutter speed when it comes to pictures is going to be obviously your shutter. It's how long your shutter is open. It's either for um, movement. If you got something running, you're going to have a higher shutter speed. If it's more of a still, you're going to yeah. have a lower shutter speed. You know, if you're trying to, if you're trying to take a picture and you got a water droplet dripping off a tree, right. You're a crankier, you know, uh, shutter all the way up to 8,000. Get it crisp. And you'll get that crisp shot of it falling off, but that's like a whole nother. That's ball. photography. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on this camera, I got one for my photos trophy photos when i'm in the tree i can take pictures with this it comes 
off this micro mount wicked easy so i can take pictures big thing for me is i need to take more pictures like i forget to take pictures no, we do, that we do too yeah. i'm always got my camera and i'm more like we're always oh, getting into it <laughs> um i've seen some it, of your pictures too they're yeah, killer dude, they come out dope What'd you Definitely. say? Some of your pictures, even before, I think we even had our first podcast with you guys. So, I mean, your pictures doing, if you're fly fishing, if you're doing whatever. Yes, exactly. Like, some of your pictures oh, yeah. are sick. Yeah, I actually, I had to restart my Instagram. I was getting, like, I saw a that. messages and shit. So, I, I reset, and that's the one I'll be sticking with now. But um, And then, just to top this off, so, one is for pictures, and then two is for my video. Um, remember that this camera can film very fine. But it's not the S, it's the R. So we're just filming at 24 frames. Um, this isn't going to get you into low light like this camera is. But the 1.4 does help a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That was really kind of all the questions. It was. I got a question. Go ahead. Um, just so, just throw it out there. We touched base a little bit. If someone was going to, no one likes self-filming. I know. No one likes We it. talked about it right before we started yeah, recording this. I, no. Self-filming sucks. But if someone was going to go and try to self-film, or maybe they had a buddy that was going to film for them. You need a buddy. What are... I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no. We learned it, that. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> you can't do it. I don't have a buddy that can film me. Right. Yeah. So what do people... If someone just wanted to do videos for like their friends and family, what do you think is the... like? Give me three of your most important things that you need to do if you're going to pick up a camera and film a hunt. If it's going to be out of a stand or if it's going to be on the ground or, or however you want to put it. Say, oh, all right, we'll do it in the stand. So we got two people in the stand and you have a buddy filming. I, th I thought it was self-filming. Self-filming. Okay. We'll do <laughs> self-filming. We'll do that. We'll start there. If you're going to self-film, yeah. what are the three things that you think you absolutely need to have or do if you're going to try to film a story or you're film your hunt. So actually Brett said to me the other day, he said, if you want to self film yourself, you can, but I'm only telling you that because I'm, I think you're the only one that could do it in a quality manner. Yeah. Um, and I definitely do think I could self film at a very high level. I think I could, but it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Um, I guess, so I've thought of, I hope, I guess I really didn't understand the question hundred percent. I hope I'm getting it. So if I'm going to try to sell film, I still think that I need this exact setup. I guess if you were to lose one thing, you could lose the main camera and set up the audio adapter to this, like over the top of you. Yeah. Okay. That's good. You point. still have your audio. You can still do your interviews, but you're not going to have the deer. You'd like, you need this because you need to film the deer die. Yeah. Well, like, people want to see the deer die. They want to yeah, see the do. shot. They, they do want to see it. They don't want to see all the bullshit that, yeah. you know, the 18 yeah. hunts you guys went on before that deer died. They want right. <laughs> but right. I, think, I think, too, if you're going to be self-filming, maybe step away from the DSLRs and maybe go with more of a video camera, kind of what we were talking about, Chris, like you yeah. had you had at the beginning. Was just yeah. that video camera where you can zoom, you know, leave it in autofocus, I guess, and hopefully it picks it up. Yeah. Um, I think I you went away. I was talking to Lance 
like I, I was saying, like, if you're going to film, I really think you should just go all out. Yeah. Because you're already, it's already a pain in the ass. Like, whatever. If it's going to be a pain in the ass, you might as well do it at a high quality. <laughs> right, yeah. Might as well be a high quality <laughs> pain, some pain in the ass. Honestly, I mean, so the other day we got it. I got it in the stand with Ross. We were up in the mountains. And... I posted on my story, dude. We were in the stand for two hours, and the wind just was shit. And we Wasn't were like, right, you know, yeah. Out. So we got out. It sucked. We went up in there. We brought all this shit. I filmed a bunch of stuff. I Pack it back out. Let's go. It is what it is, right? <laughs> but um, Real quick before, I think we're almost at the, our time limit here. Um, Keep going. Uh, like, storyline-wise... How does that play out, or like, what have you learned? I know that doesn't have so much to do with filming, but like, how does that? How, what have you learned about trying to like make a storyline if you're going to try to make a either just an episode or make a uh, a season out of something? So I, I think yeah, what like get- pre-interviews. Like, do you do it every time? Do you go over like what do you talk about? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do. You got to do the same thing every single time because you don't know when it's going to happen. Right. Um, I don't feel like doing an interview this morning. Then all of a sudden it happens. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> then a, you got no story. That's line. my point. Yeah. 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 That's the that's the shittiest thing is there's, dude, there's probably thousands of gigabytes of footage you guys have never even seen. Oh, yeah. oh I believe oh, yeah. it. I believe Just it, Just the little, the small oh, shit, shit that we yeah. do. I'm like, yeah. I can't believe it. I, I, I couldn't even imagine on, on your guys' level. Yeah. Um, I told, I actually told John, I'd really like to see, like, I think it would be better for you guys, for the viewers, like five to six minute videos on like updates, like just like one sit, just like what's happening. Yeah. No, uh, nothing happened, but we're here. Hey, we're going after this yeah, buck. Yeah, right. Whatever. I think people would like that. But at the same time, some people don't understand what it is up here. They no, just want to see. It. They just want to see yeah. it. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, something me and Tyler talk about all the time is um, especially to kind of because, you know, we kind of we have to do the editing, too. So it's like it's hard for us to kind of create the story at the beginning when, when it, you know, you play it out, you do your more your intro, whatever. But another thing is almost write down stuff. Maybe the night before, write down. OK, make sure write down an intro. Then it's just a checklist just, that you're yeah, talking about. Yes. Yeah, certain checklist of stuff you would like to get. So what do you want? Do you want to know my checklist? Yeah. No. Go right into it. Yeah. All right. So pretty much. Hold on a second. I'm talking about filming too. Like what's your, okay. We do like you were talking about how you watched, uh, what's his name? Winkle. Um, Bill Winkle. Yeah. Bill Winkle. So you, he had a checklist. Bill he said Bill Winkle. <laughs> he, so it was like intro. Not Bill Winkle. What? Bill? He said, no, Bullwinkle. <laughs> Not the old moose, but, uh, um, yeah. So do your intro. Then you do, you know, get some scanning shots, then some hunter shots. And you know what I'm saying? That's pretty much it. So I, like I said, I have this around my neck and this is in the pack. Correct. So, you know, the second I get to, you know, whoever's house or we meet at a spot, I'm rolling, you know, what day is it? You know, we're going to do a little interview. What are we doing right now? Where are we going? Okay. Uh, we did we did a hunt two weeks ago. Uh, maybe it was, last, it was last weekend. We 
left Ross's house. We went to this pond. We drove across the pond in the boat. Like, I'm filming that yep. whole time. Fucking freezing, dude. Your hands are frozen. <laughs> and I'm thinking the whole time, I'm like, we're not even going to kill shit. Yeah, we're just doing this. Yeah. <laughs> But you gotta film the whole way. Like yeah. I said, you have to. You have to because you don't know when it's gonna happen. Right. If because if it happened that day, I had nasty footage. Right. Yeah. Because if yeah. it actually happens, then like, what do you do with it? It's like, okay, here's the kill shot, and that's all you got. And you can't. It's very hard to recreate. People don't understand that. Oh shit! Yeah. It's it's hard to recreate. Um, I'm, for instance, we had snow on the ground, so the next day the snow could have been gone. So, so you definitely I, can't go in there and do some B-roll shit because it's not nah, the same. You can't, you can't do it. Um, but I, so here's my checklist when we get into the stand. So pretty much, like I said, I climb up first, so I'm getting him climbing up. I'm getting this on the second angle. I'm getting him setting up. We're going to get our opening interview. Then I'm going to get a bunch of like nice detailed crisp shit like close up um and then you know if something happens like a deer comes by a bird whatever film that if something happens that's significant we're going to do an interview at you know what just happened yeah um, that's something last like that. weekend actually we had three does come through they blew at us because they saw me moving in the tree we didn't we looked back where there was doe standing there like oh shit so she saw us moving they came back through. A spike was chasing them. So, you know, you're filming that. You're doing an interview. You're explaining what just happened. Um, and as things progress, like the sun's coming up, I'm getting all that. You're just, it's always on my mind. I'm just trying to capture that moment. What's there, capture the yeah. day. Right. That's, that's, that's it. I'm just capturing everything so that, you know, whoever's watching that knows and, like, feels like they're there. They get that. They get that. That's area. great, dude. That's no, that's, I think that's something too, you know, I needed to hear too, or just kind of rehear. Yeah. Rehear. Not because you hear to, it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's 30 to 32 degrees out and it's kind of windy, but then if the footage doesn't show 32 degrees and kind of windy, then right. like, <laughs> no one fucking knows. Right. Kind of weird. Um, I remember this specific, um, video from Midwest whitetail. I uh, forget the guy's name, but they were always hunting the skinny pinch. And they always, I don't know, I just loved their footage. They always did a good a good job. I yeah. felt like I was there. It was fun to watch. And I watched that video like over 100 times. It was awesome. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Man, that guy uh, could shoot that deer next time you watch it. God, he's good. <laughs> just every time. I don't know what it was, but I yeah, I just try to, I just try to capture it all and just shoot good stuff. Yeah. Well, you guys are doing a hell of a job, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, before we wrap this up, I want you to kind of tell everyone what you got going on. I kind of did a sh shitty job explaining it, but uh, tell everyone what you got going on and where they can reach you. Even if um, people have questions for you, they can reach out. Absolutely. If you don't mind? Okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, so it's... Well, it's in. It's gonna be. It's on your Instagram. My exact handle. I will say it. I just don't want to confuse anyone. Yeah. It underscore underscore camera underscore man underscore Chris underscore. Um, and that's uh, that's my Instagram handle. So this year, um, we didn't do a season two of Real Tree Sea Bucks. Um, unfortunately, 
uh, that didn't work out. Um, but we are doing our own thing. I think what we're going to try to do is uh, build our build our YouTube channel. John's kind of has three things going on. Um, he's doing a bunch of waterfowl stuff. If you guys like waterfowl, yeah, I've been kind of been watching a little bit of New York stuff they got been going on. I uh, I couldn't give a shit if a bird died. A duck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I know they're doing it at a high level. Uh, high quality you know they're they're good at dude what and that do. takes a lot of work just that's steel hunting. Too, oh yeah. my god i don't i don't get into waterfowl but check that out if you're into waterfowl dude they're uh they're killing it so where would they then, find that on um on youtube so what's the page on youtube the youtube channel is just hunt club um and that's where whitetail collective is going to be um there's going to be some stuff coming out uh jacob bennett in massachusetts shot a uh shot a buck a week and a half ago, that video is going to be coming out. Um, an old buck. Um, and then just your regular updates like we uh, have been putting out um, nice. to keep people in the loop. Um, also, uh, a new friend of mine, uh, Eric Hansen, I've been chatting with him a ton. He just shot a big buck in New York, a really, really good one, maybe like a 150, 150, 60, 10, uh, eight pointer. Ooh, nice. in New York, Damn. that's hot. Yeah. Yeah. New York. Yeah. yeah, Brett was telling me he kills giants, so um that video will be coming out. That's a really good deer. Actually, that's the one I posted on my story. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. No, I did notice that, but I would I don't know if I saw it. I, I always yeah. like you look for it and you're like, fuck, I don't know where it is. Yeah, we got some kills coming out, so that's for sure. Um and we're just uh we're really getting into November here. I know we've talked about it before, but I think uh, within the next few days, it's really going to start kicking off in the mountains from that November 15th period to the end of the month seems to be really good, uh, action. And so what I was okay. surprised with this past weekend and you know, the warm weather we had, people were yeah. still shooting huge deer. Like yeah. it didn't, I had, I had one friend, he, he shot a 220 pound buck, eight, yeah. uh, big eight. That deer was huge. And I'd just been seeing, um, Kevin, 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 Bob, Kevin, Kevin Harrison, Harrison with Kevin Big Woods Box. He shot a pig this morning, huge deer. But uh, if you look at Barry's Baits, you must have you ever heard of Barry's Baits? It's in New Durham, right behind. No. They they moved. Uh, they're behind Johnson's now. Just to throw that out there, I know you fish Winnie, so um, he sells baits and all that shit. But he has a Facebook page, Facebook page, and he's okay. a, he's a registered station now. So he's, he's always, right behind. Johnson's? Yeah, yeah, he's always posting picture of deer that been killed in New Hampshire. Bunch so. of studs, bunch yeah, of good deer, huge deer, a lot of big deer have been killed this year. It's only muzzleloader. I mean, these these Did deer that are buck big. Killed in Grafton County. Oh, two hundred and um, seventy. Seventy. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, it's a giant. Yeah. Then I want to say there was another one killed up in. Oh no, no, I forget where that other one was. But. That was a mean buck, but for New Hampshire, two seventy. Yeah, two seventy. That's a big yeah. fucking deer. Right. Holy That's shit. Giant. Especially muzzleloader. You know, I could see that definitely. But, in, uh, but he hasn't been moving much. Yeah, hopefully I uh, showed everyone and explained a few things. Um, no, if definitely, you dude. Out, go ahead. I'll answer any questions. I I like I like to be able to teach people. Um, so. Yeah. No, we'll definitely. And if you want, we can do podcasts you know next year or something we can figure out something to talk about again so we always sure. enjoy having you guys on so it's sweet absolutely well appreciate it man sounds good dude all right have a good week at work
Good luck out there, man. <laughs> yeah, you too. Good luck at work. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. We'll see you. Yeah, baby, when we're together, it's like Vegas times three. But in the morning, I'll know better. Cause you're so bad, so bad for me. Like a sip of wine Leaves me to drink You're my gateway drug I'm starting to think It's gonna take much more than Just 12 steps So call Betty Ford Call Dr. Drew Save me a bed Cause in a month or two I wanna quit you girl Just not yet Yeah, baby, when we're together You're the only drug I need But in the morning I know better Cause you're so bad, so bad for me Down the road past these city lights You got your hands on the wheel And look in your eye I ask myself Is it time to slow down? But the night's still young We're full of gas Credit cards in my pocket With some living left in We got friends in the next town Yeah Baby, when we're together It's like Vegas times three But in the morning I'll know better Cause you're so bad, so bad for me So bad, so bad for me Oh, cause you're so bad, so bad for me Cause you're so bad, so bad, so bad for me so bad.